Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast, or a Wagwan. For those of you who are somewhat versed in Jamaican culture, uh, if you're just starting to listen to the podcast, um, then you may not know, but I've recently moved to Jamaica, and this is actually my first round of recordings in Jamaica. So, um, just feels like we're breaking ground here. One of the episodes that will get released this week, probably on Friday, is going to explain in more detail why I'm in Jamaica, because uh, it's a little bit of a random move. And um, it's not just like a life update from Sathya. There's some of that in there. But um, what governed this decision is actually a bunch of principles that I've been trying to walk out in my life for several years now. And um, they're principles that if you live by as well, um, your life will be tremendously impacted in a really good way. But um, we're not going to get into that today. That's episode uh, 120. It's going to come out October 1st, and I highly encourage you to listen to it. Um, There's not too much else to update here, although you guys know I love giving you a little bit of an update. Um, I'm going to be interviewing Steve Sonderman this afternoon, and Steve is the founder of the No Men's Regrets Conference. No, no, wait, what? No Men's, no, that's not right. It's No Regrets Conference. That makes much more sense. And um, anyway, he's, uh, he's honestly a pioneer in men's ministry. And um, he just has this incredible vision to see every local church with a thriving men's ministry. And I love that. Um, so anyway, we're going to get more into that. He's got a big event coming up that I think you guys will be very interested in. But um, that's everything for today. As far as an update goes, let's get into the content. So um, what we're talking about today is a subject that has come up recently in uh, in Deep Clean, and um, I'm not going to give any, any client identifiers away or anything like that today, but you know, these guys really inspire me, and um, they just ask really good questions, and so I wanted to kind of um, just vamp on this one a little bit, because there's, there's a lot to learn here, and uh, I think it's really important that we, we just clarify some common misunderstandings around this whole concept. So you will hear in a lot of recovery circles that relapse is a part of the recovery process. And um, you'll hear that here. Like that's something that we tout on a regular basis. And uh, like I said, it's, it's a pretty widespread understanding. Now, the reason this concept has even kind of risen to the top is because for many uh, people coming into recovery, they kind of have this feeling like, okay, I signed up for a program. I paid for a course, um, you know, if it's really serious or it's more substance abuse related, I checked myself into rehab and now I'm making a, a mark, I'm putting a stake in the ground, I can never mis- make a mistake again, I can't relapse again, I can't have another slip, that kind of idea. What it does is it, it this is, this sort of thinking is very um, prone to white knuckling it, willpower, all of the things that we kind of um, resort to on our own efforts. And unfortunately, it prevents people from really resolving the root issues. So for starters, when relapse is a part of recovery, it takes the pressure off. Um, Instead of trying to put this arbitrary stake in the ground, you're giving yourself permission to actually just continue to be authentic 
but now in the context or in a in a culture that is conducive to recovery and making better decisions and ultimately healing. That's sort of the first part. That's why relapse is a part of recovery. It's okay that on your recovery journey, you relapse. You, you, you make mistakes along the way. That's going to be part of it. It's okay. Now, really, the, the actual reason, at least in my opinion, why this is so much a part of recovery is because when you relapse, Remember that, that the goal of recovery is to understand why you're making these decisions in the first place. Why is it that when you're in stress or pain or discomfort or some sort of relational conflict or, or whatever it might be, why is it that you go to porn? Why is it that you go to masturbation? Why are these the, the places that seem to offer you some kind of gratification? That's the question that we're trying to answer on the journey to recovery. And you know, it sounds like a very simple question, but believe me, to actually get a, a right answer, something that's actually useful for us and actually uncovers the roots, takes time. It does take time to get there. And it also takes time to uproot that and, and to kind of find alternative methods that become more appealing and more convenient and more likely over time. And that, of course, that's kind of the name of the game in recovery. But just imagine that you, you know, let's say you've, you've been watching porn on a regular basis. Let's say it's daily, okay, and it's getting pretty bad, and you're, the nature of the content you're watching is worsening, and you can just, all the signs are there, and you know you need to get some help. So you come to me, and you ask me, okay, Sathya, like, give me your, your strongest program. Like, <laughs> give me your, your biggest dose, you know? Um, and, and I say, okay, well, uh, for starters, before we actually get to a program, let's figure out why are you going here in the first place? And you answer, well, you know, I'm, I just, uh, I get stressed out and, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling kind of lonely. So it's just easier to watch porn than to try to pursue a real relationship or pursue intimacy with my wife or, you know, you can fill in your blank. It's like, okay, that's, that's fine. So then what are you going to do to combat the loneliness? It's like, well, no, Sathya, I'm just... I'm struggling with porn, bro. That's that's the issue here. So, um, you know, I'm just looking for something to kind of change the behavior. Um, you know, something that's going to just help me to take my mind off it, stay busy, all that kind of stuff. Now, this is why relapse is a part of recovery. Because let's say that guy gets into the program, okay? And let's say that he kind of... Um, there's some insects in the background, by the way. I apologize if uh, it's a bit noisy. Um, let's just say that, you know, he checks himself in or he gets into my program or whatever it is. And he goes like three weeks. And this is amazing because, you know, he, he has not gone this long in a very, very long time. So he's like, oh my gosh, I've turned a corner. Uh, this is it. Like, I made it. And here I am. And then he relapses. And he's like, no, 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 no. This, it, the, the, the page was turned. It's a, it's a new chapter. This was not supposed to happen. What's going on? Why did I relapse? Now, he has two options. One is, is he can cover it up like, okay, well, you know what? It's just one day. Just that's fine. One day, you know what? We'll, we're going to put that behind us and we're moving on. That's option one. Option two is he can ask himself, why did I relapse? Was it stress? Was it loneliness? Did you have a difficult situation with a colleague? Uh, are you feeling like hopeless in your marriage or maybe hopeless in your singleness? Like I'm just... I'm going to be single forever. I'm never going to meet anyone. What, what was driving that? What were the thoughts? And, and these are the kinds of insights that you can only get when you have a relapse. So this is really why relapse is a part of recovery. Because if you can look at it and say, you know, actually, 
Um, it That slip happened at night. And I'll be honest, even though I've been free the last three weeks, every single night before I've gone to bed, my thoughts have gone to that place. I, I felt tempted. So then it's like, well, that's interesting. Why does that happen at night all the time? And, and now you can start to get a bit more curious and ask some, ask some questions that are going to help you identify a little bit more of what's going on underneath the surface. This is why relapse can be a part of recovery. You can actually leverage those mistakes to, uh, to pinpoint the underlying causes and come up with a preventative solution. So this is the reason why relapse is a part of recovery. It, it can offer you insights you wouldn't be able to get otherwise. Now, that being said, and, and this is kind of the crux of today's episode, I've had a couple um, people join our program recently who have already sort of been in, in the midst of a streak. You know, they've been clean for a couple of weeks or they get into the program and they're just on fire. And I mean, we have, we have a few remarkable stories. Like I said, I'm, I'm not giving away any details today. Um, I want to pr- protect my clients. But man, it, it's just, it's amazing to watch what's going on. And you know, it's long past the like one or two, three months of white knuckling it, you know, where you can kind of maybe pretend you got it together. Um, like these guys have made some major, major progress here. And so uh, one of these clients just sent me an email after one of our calls and he said, you know, I'm a little bit conflicted because I got a good thing going here. Like it's been a pretty long time since my last slip, but you're often saying that relapse is a part of recovery. So, so do I have to have more slips before I can get there, you know, before I can make a recovery? Cause like that doesn't make any sense when I'm doing so well, why would I try to have a slip again? Or you know what I mean? Like it, it can kind of be confusing. And I, I really, really appreciated his question. So I just wanted to answer directly and, and I, I wanted to clarify because I think sometimes when we have this conversation um, and, we're, you know, for me, like I'm very adamant about relapse being a part of recovery because if you, if you don't know that, you're going you're gonna to go about your recovery the wrong way. But my, my client's recent question, I think, just exposed that, oh, dang, you know what, actually, th- there's another side to this that I, I haven't really talked about and I'm leaving someone like him who's made incredible progress in the dark. So my, my answer to him and my answer to you, you know, if you got a good thing going and you're saying, okay, Cynthia, like, what's the deal? You're telling me I have to relapse to make a full recovery when I've gone like three weeks or six weeks or six months without slipping? Like, what are you talking about, bro? So the short answer is no, you don't. You absolutely do not. Um, when relapses happen, we leverage them. They can be a part of recovery. Um, but we don't seek relapses to recover. So that's the distinguishing part. Relapses can be part of recovery, but we do not seek relapses to recover. That's counterintuitive. So I hope that kind of clarifies it. Now, um, th- the other thing you want to really pay attention to, so uh, this is what I encourage the guys who have gone you know, a really long time now, and they're saying, okay, well, I, I don't feel like I'm fully there, like, I know I still got my stuff, but it's been a long time since I watched porn. So do I need to have a slip or whatever? What we instead change our focus to is no longer the external relapses. What we're looking at is the inner relapses. So when that guy says, you know, I know I'm not there yet, we're asking, oh, okay, why? Why are you not there yet? Well, you know, I, I, I look around at women and, and I, I start undressing them with my, with my eyes, like as soon as I see them. 
okay, got it. So actually you are still relapsing, but it's just happening at an internal level. Remember, Jesus said, if you commit adultery in your heart, sorry, if you look at a woman lustfully, you have committed adultery in your heart. So you might have eliminated the external behavioral component, but do not forget there are underlying avenues that need to be addressed as well. And and that is the crux of this. So relapses are a part of recovery, either internal or external. But secondly, relapses can be a part of recovery, but a relapse is not necessary for recovery. So those are the distinguishes, sorry, those are the, um, the distinctions that we're trying to make here in this journey. So uh, there's not too much else to this episode today, but I just want to clarify with you, you know, if you're struggling and maybe you observe that you've made some progress here, you're not aiming for your next relapse to figure out what's the next root issue that I need to address. You're, you're pursuing recovery relentlessly. And what's going to happen along the way is you may have some relapses, okay? We're, we're not going to assume they'll be part of it, but we understand that it's possible. And in some situations, it's likely. And that's totally okay. When they happen, we want to learn from them, and then we want to move on. Because eventually, you're going to reach a place where you will no longer relapse. And what that means is that you have to pay more attention to your inner life to stay on top of things. Because you don't want to wait then until, you know, let's say you're free for three years or like me, five and a half years coming on six here. You don't want to wait until a relapse to to resolve your next heart issue. So you have to start shifting your attention and your focus to uh, nip things in the bud, to be very aware of what's going on internally, saying, oh, I know where that thought leads if I don't deal with it now. And dealing with it right then and right there so that you are no longer, um, you know, eventually having another relapse and exposing a root issue. So that, that's kind of the, the goal here in the basic premise. And, and um, it takes time. You know, for me, I, I relapsed so many times and they started to become further apart. So, you know, in my worst season, I was struggling with porn daily. And then eventually it became weekly. And eventually it was a couple times a month and then monthly. And then, you know, I went three, six, eight, 12 months without a slip. So when those slips happen, because they're few and farther between, I have to pay especially close attention to them. Because if I don't, it might be a long time before I get a shot again at identifying the root or the cause of that slip. And, you know, sometimes there's not much to it. Sometimes it's like, you know what, I was just bored. Um, I got to get a hobby. Like, it doesn't have to be anything profound every single time. But you just want to get curious enough that you can at least pinpoint what that underlying cause is, whether it's something extraordinary or something really basic. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is really fun. This is my first episode in Jamaica. Um, So really, really cool stuff. But thank you guys for listening. I really hope this helps you lead your life with integrity and confidence. And if you have more questions for me about this subject, you can write me in. All our details are in the show notes. And if you're ready to have your final relapse, you're, you're sick of it, then I want to encourage you to check out my ultimate recovery guide. That has my five best practices for anyone who wants to get free and stay free long term. You can get it for free at ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Much love to you guys. I'm cheering you on. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. 
To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.